bureaucracy's basement to your ears. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. On tonight in the week, week's la, on tonight at the Queen City Improvement Bureau, we have Carol Daniels from Saskatchewan Cultural Exchange Outreach. You know something? You know something? I have not done this for a couple of weeks now, and and my my entire face is clearly not ready to do this. <laughs> You were doing fine. Come on. I was doing. I was doing fine. I was only messing up every other word. All right. And uh, after after Carol, we have Amy Weeks from the Bill Saskatchewan Abilities Council. So this is going to happen. Excellent. Regardless. Yeah. Is this meeting in session? I think this meeting is now in session. Awesome. Do we have quorum? I'm not sure if we do. We don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know if our guests count, unless you unless you want to be like become a member. I thought that was a breakfast cereal. <laughs> oh. Well, now I'm hungry. <laughs> so so now this is going to get very strange. That's okay. Well, let's take let's take attendance. Oh, let's do that. Okay. So let's see tonight. Well, aside from our guests, uh, I have uh, Ramna Godin. Ramna Godin. He was the inventor of freeze dried architecture. Oh, geez, that yeah. would have been handy. Just, yeah. you know, you just take a, un, like, unpack the, the building, add water, and mm-hmm. it just it just rises. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, the, were these buildings, like, structurally sound? Were... Well, unfortunately, he had the bad luck to sell his product in the uh, Emirates. Oh. And there was just not much water. Yeah. So, they, yeah, it was, there were massive casualties. Kind of a disaster. Yeah, kind of. Indeed a disaster. So I thought we could get his insight. Mm-hmm. Into, you know, into architecture. Maybe you know the stadium doesn't have a lot of water, oh, but maybe point. if we had more water fountains, we could actually have like structures, freeze-dried structures. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'd be, I'd be down with that. Yeah, I think the city could benefit from from some from from some freeze freeze-dried. I'm. It's catching. It's catching. <laughs> it's catching. Yes. It's exactly. Yes. <laughs> You see, I want I want to say what's the word for like something that's catching, and my brain is saying carnivorous. But it's wrong. It's the wrong <laughs> Your word. Brain is not contagious. Working. That's yes. it. So, anyway, right. so um, I, I didn't see him come in though. Oh dear. Oh well, you know, maybe maybe what? he's having oh, a bad day. Sorry, too. hold on, what? Paul. Um, I think I've made a mistake here. I Uh-oh. think I've mixed up the letters in his name around. The, and it's oh, should be Aiden Morgan. Actually, that's you. Oh, good. You okay. screwed up your own name. One of That's those par, days. par for the course. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Ludie Patchen. Ludie. She, she was the first woman ever to have a mechanical toe replacement. Was her toe replaced with a mechanical toe, or did something mechanical replace her toe with another toe? She visited the Yukon first, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and lo- lost her toe in a drink, and then had to have a mechanical toe to replace it. Oh, Unfortunately, the, uh, the the technology was not up to par at the time, and she couldn't drag around the gigantic machine that needed to power the mechanical toe. Oh, and it, dang! And it would often like walk like away from her right. and just drag her behind. <laughs> so, anyway, must have made sleeping hard. It, it must have, because you know, you, you try to turn it off, but sometimes it would just wake up in the middle of the night and drag you. Oh, it was it was terrible. Nobody knew what the toe wanted, right? O- only that it wanted something. Um, God, there's I, a horror story in there. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> it wanted jam. <laughs> it wanted jam. That's you, so bad. You, that that is that, that is, is the worst joke that has ever graced this show. I, I kind of love it. <laughs> But at any rate, um, I don't. I don't see Ludie Patchen here today. Oh all. no! And I think I'm going to hazard a guess. I think I got a little enthusiastic uh-huh. and mixed up the letters. Um, so um, what do we? Paul, what do we got there? Patchen's P A Lance. Paul Deschen. That is me. You looked familiar. Yep. All right. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. So okay. Now it's that great we're all here. Great to have here. you back. You've uh, clearly. Uh, Unerased yourself from the time-space continuum? Last week, apparently, yeah. that was the reason I was not in. Yep. Yep. Well, that was the note you left for me. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm glad you got it. I yep. wasn't sure how well it would exist outside of the continuum. It didn't last long, but it lasted long enough to get through attendance. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I hope you had a good co-host. Did. Oh, yeah. Shauna Uchu, she was fantastic. Excellent. She says hi. Oh, well, tell her I say hi back. All right. All right. You can go back in time and tell yourself. Ah, that time machine is nothing but trouble. Yeah. 
So let's see. And as I mentioned earlier, we have some guests on this evening. We do. One, one of them has been cracking jokes during the attendance segment. I think she's trying for your job. <laughs> I think I think that would be an easy get. <laughs> we have uh, Carol Daniels in tonight. Carol Rose. Daniels. Carol Rose. Carol yeah. Rose. And, oh, forgive me. It's okay. Yep. Hey, Carol. Hello. Thanks for coming down Can't to the sub-basement. Well, no problem. It's lovely in here. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You know, a little dank, a little drippy, you know, a little moldy, but, you know, we make do. We call it home. Or the oh. office. The, the same home thing, Home office, really. yeah, home for office. us. Um, yeah, so you're here from the Saskatchewan Cultural Exchange. Exactly. And you're the outreach coordinator? That's what I'm doing for the next year. I'm actually a multidisciplinary artist mm-hmm. and would dearly love to just make a living staying home and writing and walking my dog because I live in Regina Beach and it's awesome walking down the pathway every day. doesn't matter what season. But, you know, sometimes we have to work yeah. a real job. And I love what I'm doing at the Cultural Exchange. So what are you doing at the Cultural Exchange? I hear that it isn't just a venue for music. No. Well, I mean, obviously it's an awesome venue for music. And in fact, it will be sort of the after hours place um, in the coming days because the Regina Folk Festival, as you know, is going to be on stage downtown. But after hours, come on over to the exchange, up to the club. But for what I do, I work in the office area, and it's a position they call the outreach coordinator. Mm-hmm. That's a, I hate that title. I never would have named it that. But I'm only there for a, a year anyway, because I'm, I'm filling in for someone who's on maternity leave. But John Kennedy, who's our executive director, has basically said, okay, do whatever you want. <laughs> With the focus on trying to bring the arts to rural and remote communities. And I love that when you just say, okay, go do it, right? Right. Here's some money, now go. And so, thankfully, um, you know, the Saskatchewan Arts Board was funded properly last year. And we managed to get some grant funding for a lot of outreach programs that were organized by Rowan, who was there before me and will be returning when her when her baby's a year old um but what i love about it is i like the concept of arts as healing and so Mm. i will be going to la loche we all know that there's been too much of a negative focus on the community of la loche and uh, so many of those northern communities because there's very little for youth to do. I mean, right now the uh, the summer games are on for Aboriginal youth here in Regina and around the city, but that's a summertime thing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't play hockey, if your community happens to have a rink in a northern community, what are you going to do when it's minus 60 and it's dark for maybe 16 hours, 18 hours a day? And I'm not I'm not making that up. I lived up in the north for a very long time. Um, so yeah, you need things to do, and and I love the fact that in the in the next uh, week I will be heading to La Loche because I realize that I'm unique in a way that I never thought of before. About 20 years ago, I was uh, an elder in Manitoba took me under her wing and taught me how to make drums, indigenous hand drums, and so I've been doing that, and I pass on. The skill of making a hand drum you know if you ask me will you teach me how to do it well of course and with what happened in La Loche which was so tragic um, in in the days and weeks and months after that so many of the community leaders and educators and elders and parents and everybody were saying we need to do something for the youth they need to be engaged they need to have a purpose right and I'm going to be going up and doing a drum-making workshop and then staying because there's no point in making a drum if you don't know how to use it. And so we've done song creation workshops. I was lucky enough to go to the BAMP Center, um, uh, well, quite some time ago, and spend some time learning how to do song creation workshops. So I will be doing that up there and uh, also storytelling workshops. So I think in terms of the concept of arts as healing, that's a perfect example. I just got back from Prince Albert because I was just administrating there and 
looking at all the really fun stuff that we were doing as the Saskatchewan Cultural Exchange. And we had some money left over because uh, the Arts Board needs its final report soon. So it's like, okay, we got to make sure that we have everything spent. And we had a, a little sum left over. And so my boss said it has to be spent by the end of August. And so I, I checked with someone I know in Prince Albert who happens to be fluently Cree. He's already a high school teacher. Um, he is a singer, drummer, and a powwow dancer. So I I was talking to Rhonda Rosenberg at the Multicultural um, Organization of Saskatchewan. And we started talking about introducing new Canadians to First Nations people in a way that is is positive and I mean your first impression is huge right and so thankfully Victor Thunderchild was available to make that first impression for all these young people who have come here from other parts of the world and he spent some time teaching them some basic Cree and how to sing and drum and then they were doing round dances and stuff like that for for the last little while so those are the types of things that we are organizing at the cultural exchange uh, again with Lalosh. You probably know Josh Goff, who's a mural artist here yeah. in Regina. We had an interview with him last year. Actually. He's so mm-hmm. wow, what yeah. a fun guy, what a wonderful gentleman. And the people of Lalosh loved him because he went up there. Well, we sent him up, and thankfully, I've been lucky enough to get extra money from places like Sasktel and from the Amiski Seas Foundation, which is uh, Dawn. Worm and Helen Shemeganis from Saskatoon, who are um, people I know, who are patrons of the arts. And so Josh, his uh, all of the materials, because it's expensive to make a mural, all of that was paid for with corporate funding. And also all of the drum making, uh, what we need for, for hide and for the drum rounds and for the, the sticks and everything else has been paid for by a family foundation. So... You know, despite what may be seen as shortfalls in arts funding as you look at it in terms of, you know, the Arts Board or SAS Culture, which are such wonderful organizations, I think it's necessary for us to go outside and, and try to get as many um, sticks in the fire. Is that a good good way to say it? Mm. So it's fun. I told you, I'm just having a, a fun time organizing arts in rural and remote communities. So that's what that's what we're doing now. And I should probably stop talking because I could probably just talk for <laughs> half an hour. Maybe you have another question. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we do. But I should mention before I get to them that we are on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, and I this dis- is the Queen I- City Improvement Bureau. I disagree. You can disagree, but it's a fact, it, It's Jack. 91.3. It says it right there. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> Did I say 93.1? No. No, oh. I, just, I just disagree. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm injecting controversy. He's contrary. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Conflict is, is the essence of drama, and he is a drama master. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you some more about the drumming. Yes. I know, I've never actually drummed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming it's fun, uh, but beyond that, like, why is it important to bring uh, this tradition of like making and playing drums to okay. Lalage? All right, it's not just Lalage; it's it's back to our culture. I happen to be Cree and Chippewan, and I'm one of those people who was displaced because of government policy. Um, the moment I was born, I was taken away from my family and community. But it just so happens that my biological dad is from. Laloche. And so for me, it's a, it's a wonderful gift that I just walked into a place where I have the opportunity to go and meet people who are my blood relatives that I've never met before. But also in terms of bringing back drumming, um, because I, I grew up outside of my beautiful indigenous culture. And when I heard the drum for the very first time, I was so struck. There was something inside of me that you know it's like my soul woke up and and something changed that day and then i started to learn about who i am as a cree chippewan woman and it started because of the drum now in the north um i don't know if you know this you probably do 
But um, after the Rail Rebellion in 1885, the government of Canada made it illegal. So if I was out drumming today and it happened to be 1886, I would be arrested and thrown in jail for six months. It was a criminal code offense to practice anything in our culture that had to do with uh, spirituality or uh, traditional, you know, um, outwardly doing something like dancing, drumming, singing. And so that happened. But then, of course, the residential school experience, and I hate saying experience because it's such a, an insidious thing that happened. But that also took away all of those beautiful pieces that, that are part of who we are as Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And those, those friends of mine, elders I've met, uh, other cultural teachers, just wonderful people within my own culture who've, who've somehow maintained that or, or gone back to it. It just, it's the thing missing that has come home and um it changes things it makes it more beautiful the way you might look at the world like let's say you're a youth in one of these communities and you look out in the morning and you see just cloudy skies when you start bringing those things back the way you view the world and your whole sense of purpose is renewed right and so i think the drum returning to any community is a cause for celebration so i'm really happy about that um, somebody asked me once, "How would you describe? How would you describe it?" And I thought, you know, if if you can think of Saskatchewan, because I I love our prairies, go out there on a day that's not hugely windy, maybe at dusk or maybe at sunrise, and just close your eyes and listen. And that is what the drum does to you. It's a cleansing thing, and uh, it's something that is inherently a part of who we are as First Nations people in Saskatchewan and in Canada. And so it's a it's a wonderful honor for me to to be able to pass on what I have learned from the the teachers and the elders that I've I've met over the years, and hopefully it will become a way of life for the people in Laloche because because of the Amiskisis uh, Foundation. Um, we were able to buy 15, like the materials to make 15 drums. So I'll go up there and teach them the skill of how to actually construct a drum. But they, they are hunters up there. And so I'm hoping they know how to scrape hide because then after I'm gone, there's a lot of moose up there that can be turned into drums. <laughs> and, wow. and I just, I love the thought that, and this is why I wanted to do it before winter sets in too. Um, I love the thought that Maybe every second Saturday, the community will come together at the Friendship Center because it's a beautiful, large space and just have an impromptu, you know, sort of potluck supper. And every age group can take part in a drum dance. There's there's no alcohol. There's no gambling. It's just community getting together to celebrate who we are as beautiful Indigenous people. So I'm very happy about this particular project. How do the young people respond to uh, learning this tradition? Because um, from what I hear, the young people are all about the hip-hop. And um, so do, do they respond well to this tradition, or do they, do, they, uh, yeah, or do, they, do they enjoy it? I can't answer that because I haven't gone yet. Oh, yeah, so you haven't done this with kids No, yet. well, um, no, not with the people in La Loche. Right. Um, Anytime you introduce the drum to anyone, and I was thinking, oh, I should have brought it today, but anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's a profound thing because <clears throat> it's, it's got that beautiful big sound to it, and it, it goes right into your, into your DNA, I swear it does, and something happens, and, and then somehow things get put back together where they should have been all along. So I'm hoping that's that's the same type of thing. I remember the first time I I heard the drum. I I was actually okay. Hard for you to believe. I know you just met me. I was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't talk. I sat there, and it it was it was like everything was in slow motion. I was at a powwow, and I just started crying. Um, it was just so profound and beautiful and touched me in such a way that changed changed me in a, in a good way. And I'm hoping that's what happens. 
So, and, I, and I'm praying, too. I mean, it's not... I, I, I said to uh, my friend James, who happens to work at the Cultural Exchange, that I, I can't do this by myself. I mean, I, I can physically show you how to do it. But in terms of bringing back that magic and that spark, that's a divine thing. And so, you know, as Indigenous people, we are very spiritual, and, and so my prayers go into it, and not just mine. I, there will be a lot of people who are also saying prayers of gratitude. You know, thank you for bringing this back. And it's not me. It's, I think, the drum itself wants to return to Lalosh and to those other communities. Nice. Well, we'll have to have you on at some point in the future to talk about the experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, I have a nice Nikon, and a, I think it's got a video function on it. <laughs> I don't really know how to use it. It's a beautiful camera. <laughs> yeah. So i got to figure that out, and I want to actually try to get some video, too, uh, of, of especially the youth. Because, again, a lot of times they might look at this instrument and say, well, I don't know any songs. And so that's why I want to stay for, you know, another week to 10 days to say, you know, you are a song. Everything about you is beautiful. You have this melody in there bring it out and so i want these young people but anyone it doesn't matter if you're 80 or if you're 50 or if you happen to be 10 years old you have that in you so find it and then create your own songs and, and i think that's really important too because if you don't have someone teaching you the traditional songs that may have been passed down in your family then start your own new traditions and start it Right there, and I'm pointing to my heart because you guys are radio and you can't see. <laughs> so. Not, not if we don't even have subtitles. That's, that's okay. <laughs> Points too hard. <laughs> yeah, and if you could bring your drum, I will. Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely, yeah. I will do that. I did once go out uh, to the uh, powwow <laughs> that they have at uh, that the First Nations University puts on and tried to record some of the drumming. And you were talking about it, like getting into and changing your DNA. Um, the recording device that I brought with me, I was from way in, I was in way in the back, and it was just blowing all the levels. I couldn't record it. It was so the noise is it's so powerful. The music, mm -hmm. yeah. I know. <clears throat> it actually you can feel it when when you're uh, at a gathering like that. So it's not just something that you hear. It's it's a whole experience. And so, yeah, I I really I'm looking forward to going. That's all, yeah. all I can say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like Forrest Gump. <laughs> um, what, what time, when do you leave? I leave on the 17th. Of this month? Yes. Oh, wow. And then Soon. you're gone for how long? Then I'm gone until the 25th or 26th. It depends how it goes. I, I suppose yeah. John probably wants me back at the office eventually. So, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> You'll have, there'll be paperwork. There will be paperwork. paperwork. Yeah. I know. Yeah, no, it's going to be wonderful. And then we have all sorts of other uh, other programs that we are planning for the the coming year, but we have to wait for Canada Council funding to find out what they are. But those ones I love as well. <laughs> so you can't give us a hint? Well, I can. Um, I, I'm really big into partnerships, and so I have, along with the Southeast Regional Library, um, we are bringing libraries to First Nations communities in Saskatchewan because there are none, which I found atrocious. Yeah. Um, so I, I just won a book award because I'm also an author. And uh, I was I traveled to Ontario to receive this award. And it was the Indigenous librarians in that province. And I realized, oh, my God, every reserve in Ontario has a library. In Saskatchewan, we have none. That's we do in schools. Right. But but not a library where you can go, you know, at any time and a pick out a book. Yeah, and so I know that's a huge undertaking. And so with the Southeast Regional Library, we are going to be putting those small, you know, almost those portable, we'll leave a book, take a book sort of thing. So that's happening. And it's more exciting than that because I managed to find... Um, one of the Jim Pattison group of companies, uh, I was talking to the president, and I just blurt things out, which probably doesn't surprise you. And he was he was talking about about how wonderful Jim is because he he's such a patron of the arts, and uh, he he's also just someone who takes care of community. So they they gave ninety million dollars to the Children's Hospital in um, in Saskatoon, and so I said, well, if you're giving away money, and <laughs> 
And so now that company, which is one of the Jim Patterson Group of companies, is going to be supplying those little libraries with literature. Nice. Anything you want. You want children's literature, cookbooks, novels, you know, graphic novels, whatever. So that's happening. But in terms of the link with the cultural exchange, um, I want to hire local artists to do the, the work that will turn it into also a piece of art. Because that the chances of, uh, especially the youth, if they're involved, of them sort of claiming that library, that little library, as their own, um, it's a sense of pride. But also, it's a marriage of literature and the arts, and I just love it. And so that's one of the other things that we're working on right now, and I have a good feeling about it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thanks. Well... How does she fare in our rubric? Uh, on the improvement vector rubric, um, Carol scored an eight out of fifty. That's but it's a, but it's a very complicated rubric, and <laughs> so eight actually is really high. Yeah. Nine is a complete failure. Nine point three one is also really good, but eight you could do worse than top notch. Top notch. <laughs> uh, so we're going to present you with a certificate of improvement. Oh, well, thank you. And you are now a duly certified improvement vector. Well, that's fantastic. You guys spelled it wrong. <laughs> Which, what did we spell? You know, we've we've talked to the people on the sixth floor about improvement. This. <laughs> yeah, improvement. Okay, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> well, the last one we had. I'm we had sorry, two, I'm a writer. We had two, okay. we had two uh, I, I think that's wonderful. I think it's smashing. Yeah. I, that's a good and word. Show that to John Kennedy because he still hasn't gotten his. Okay, I'll show yeah. John. I'm sure he will be envious. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming in, Carol. Okay, I'm going to go. But um, it was really great to meet you. And I will do the jump next year. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm at the Folk Festival this weekend. I'm actually performing, so I can't do it. But next year, mm -hmm. I'm right. going to go. I'm going to go down that building. Okay, before you take off, though, we've got to move on to the next item on, to, on our agenda. Can I get a quick picture? Oh. oh, and we've got to get a picture, which is riveting radio. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to be moving on to next on our agenda is uh, innovative revenue tools, and that's the part of the, of the meeting where we talk about tools that the city can implement to, innov that, to innovatively generate revenue and improve its bottom line. That sounds like an innovative revenue tool to me. Right. And we've got an innovative revenue tool for this week? We do. What is we it? Do. Well, uh, as, as this is actually a provincial uh, revenue tool. Oh, beauty. It's, it's something Even for better. the entire province. Right. Well, as you may have heard, Brad Wall announced his retirement today. I heard. You heard. He got up in front of in front of a bunch of reporters and, uh, and said goodbye, everybody. Uh, and he said, you know, it's in the field will now be open for new people, for, for new yeah. leaders, for the Sask party. And I thought to generate revenue, we should have a raffle. A raffle? Yep. Instead of like a complicated internecine sort of you know, juggling of dynasties in the Saskatchewan right, uh -huh. we should have a raffle for everybody in the entire province. Five bucks. Five bucks? Yep. So is it like a 50-50? You kick in five bucks and you get like half the money? Yeah, back? or like in 12 for three. 12 for 3? Yeah. Unless, okay. but there's a special ticket. If you're like an overseas, like, investor with a shady scheme that will bilk the government uh -huh. and, and like, hardworking immigrants who want right. to come over, you actually get to get a raffle ticket to pick. You don't have to become the leader, but you get to pick the uh, the next leader. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how you win. Yeah. 500000 for three. You right. watch too much movie, <laughs> like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like hearing about it so, okay. so I, I think i think this would be a winner i think this would generate yeah. a lot of money for the province and it would certainly make you know the selection of the new leader a lot i don't know if i'd say easier but transparent transparent yeah yeah so buy, and, buy your raffle tickets today and it would it would generate a profit it would right okay well if that doesn't catch on we have a few other ideas here and i will play them now hi i'm local blogger kenton DeYoung. did you know Wascana Center is three times bigger than New York Central Park and two and a half times bigger than Vancouver's Stanley Park. It was designed by Minoru Yamasaki, the same person who designed the original World Trade Center in New York City. It's a Regina fact. You'll find more Regina facts on my blog, KentonDeYoung.com, and every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio.
All right, we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools and a Kenton De Jong fact. Well, or Kenton, a, or sorry, a, Regina fact. Or Regina fact, but I have yeah. a Kenton De Jong fact. Do you? Yes. Excellent. Kenton De Jong has retractable claws and okay. a prehensile tail. Really? Yep. Huh. So he's a cat. Apparently, well, no, it's prehensile, so he's good at brachiating, which is not oh, through trees. <laughs> so he's a monkey cat. <laughs> he's, Kenton De Jong is a monkey cat and also a fine fellow who has agreed to provide us with facts on, on our show. So probably that, I, I don't want to say anything that would speak ill of Kenton. No. But yes, he does have he's, he's a monkey claws. Cat. Yes, and he's good at brachiating. That's, that's a series of Kenton De Jong facts. That did not go as where I thought it would, actually. Uh, hi, Kenton. <laughs> thanks, thanks for enlightening us with facts. That's right. And I hope Kenton as well is enlightened about these facts about himself. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, we should mention, uh, last week we were, we were speaking with some people, uh, Mel and Hannah, from the uh, Regina Folk Festival. Right. Uh, they were letting us know. Oh, i got to make a couple apologies. First off, I, I listened to last week's meeting, and I read the minutes, and I noticed that we didn't mention at any point in that meeting when the Folk Festival was happen, happening. Surprise, it's happening right now. Ah. Uh, yeah, so that's, you know, why I guess we're here instead of at the Folk Fest. Right. But, uh, we're missing yeah. the Folk Festival. We're missing the, the free opening evening. Yes. So, so that's tonight. Tonight. And on, Friday, and on Friday, Saturday, Sunday are the main events uh, where you can see bands like Coup de Parat and Tegan and Sarah. And a whole host of others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a great time. Um, I also, I have to, uh, I have to make an apology, more official apology. A deadly serious one. Yeah. Uh, last meeting, uh, I was talking about. I was asking a question about uh, people whose taste in folk music may not have progressed past, say, Arlo Guthrie, and I referred to them as grumpy old crusty hippies. And I regret using the phrase grumpy, old, crusty hippies and any offense that the phrase grumpy, old, crusty hippies may have caused any grumpy, old, crusty hippies. Wait, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it is you're apologizing for. What was that phrase again? Grumpy, old, crumpy, crusty, crusty hippies. <laughs> so grumpy, old, crusty hippies. Yes would take offense at you saying grumpy old crusty hippies yes repeatedly yeah fair enough yep so i apologize for for doing that we're very sorry all you grumpy old crusty hippies out there yep okay okay apology concluded we can now enjoy our meeting and the that's, and the folk fest that's where people are right yes now. yes our grumpy old crusty meeting yeah <laughs> yes. all right what do we have next i believe we have well, I, I have I have like a spread of like deli meats and charcuteries, yeah. uh, yes. But we also have uh, Amy Weeks from uh, Saskatchewan Abilities. Hey, Amy! Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for Absolutely. coming. Yeah. So you're from the Saskabilities Council. I am. I'm the community relations and events coordinator there. So I plan event fundraising events like Drop Zone. Yeah, so we had questions about this. Okay. What is this drop zone? Is it a zone where things get dropped? What are you going to be dropping in the zone? I mean, if you break it down to like it's like core, it is some, where you drop things into a zone. It's at Hill Tower 2 downtown. Okay. Um, it's set up by Tacton, which is a national repelling group, and they put lines repelling? down repelling. Repelling. Rappelling. Rappelling. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they don't repel things. They no, rappel. Rappel. And they're things. not repellent themselves. No, they're I not know. repellent to themselves. But yeah, okay. they set it up. And then people who fundraise drop down the building by rappelling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're fundraising for the Saskabilities Council? Yes. And the Saskatchewan Abilities Council is actually the owner in Saskatchewan of Camp Easter Seal right. and Easter Seal Saskatchewan. So the money from Drop Zone actually goes to the three branches of Easter Seals in Saskatchewan, which is Camp Easter Seal, Summer Fun, and Adaptive Technologies, which all go to benefit, benefiting children in Saskatchewan with disabilities. Okay. So these people go out and raise all of this money for these good causes. Yes. And then you drop them off a building. Yes. Okay, sounds fair. 
it's it's much safer than that. Yeah. But everyone puts on a harness, and it's set up by this nationally acclaimed repelling group, Tacton, as well as the Regina Police Service is a part of the our technical team. The SWAT team is there, and their SWAT repelling team comes out and makes sure everything is safe and helps mm-hmm. people repel down and reassure people so they're not scared and talk them over the ledge rather than off the ledge. So it's a it's a fun day because, yeah, people dress up and they wear superhero costumes and then they rappel down the building. And it's one of those things that's like a once in a lifetime experience. Like we don't have mountains or anything here in Saskatchewan to go down or right. yeah. big views. Have you, have you repelled? Do you know how it works? I did repel last year. Really? I did. And you survived, clearly. I did survive. I am still here. I mean, I think there's two two different ways to repel. I think there's the repelling to conquer the fear of heights and to say you've done it. And I think there's the people who say yeehaw all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> no. And there's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> well, I repelled. I think it was 2014 or 15. You yes. repelled. Yes, I did. No. I broke several bones. That's really? not true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> disagree. <laughs> no, I did. I broke several bones, but it was unrelated and it was a week later. Oh, okay. So, oh. yeah. Oh. It just it just I just remembered that that happened. Right. So what did you raise money for Easter seals? <laughs> I was a volunteer photographer. Oh. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. So so I voluntarily photographed. Uh, so you voluntarily people. voluntarily dropped yourself off the side of a building, I, taking I pictures as you went. I did, although the although the the, the RCMP and the what are the what's the name of the the guys who do it again? It's the Tacton and the Regina City Tacton, Police right. are our sponsors for our technical team. Right. They the technical right. team did a good job of uh, of putting me in a in a harness and uh, and then brutally throw no uh, and then and then. <laughs> walking me through the process right it's uh it's actually not bad um it's it's kind of fun to go down the only difficult moment is when you're leaning over the edge in the harness and they say okay now step backward and you're suddenly stepping backward into nothingness that moment is the tough moment huh after that it's all gravy not literal when i did it i was planning an entire event that day and so i didn't have time to be scared (laughs) I was like, I need to get down so I can do the other things I need to get done today. <laughs> I have a meeting I have to get to at the like, bottom. I need to know where my key card is. <laughs> I think it's down there. Yeah. So what all goes on beyond just the rappelling off the building? So there's also face painting. There'll be popcorn. Uh, there's music, a big screen that shows people closer up as they're rappelling. So you get to see them as they go down. It live streams onto YouTube um, as well. The farmer's market is always on during it. So there's food trucks mm. and farmer's market. And that's always a pretty good time. There's always something fun going on in Victoria Park, which is just kitty corner to us as well so you can walk to that and come back and see more people repel and listen to some good music um as well as people who participate in the event and sponsors of the event are welcome to come to our after party that we host after so the day goes from about 9 a.m to 5 to 6 p.m and then there's an after party at 7 where we have snacks and party and celebrate you know conquering fears as well as helping to support children in Saskatchewan living with disabilities. How many people do this? Um, we can put up to 80 people down in a day. And I Holy. think we're getting close to that because this year also is Regina versus Saskatoon. Oh. So Saskatoon participants are busing down to compete against the Regina people and ramp up that rivalry. Two city councillors, one from Regina, one from Saskatoon, are actually participating. Joel Murray is going down for Regina, and Serena Gersher is going down for Saskatoon. Cool. Hmm. They're going to try and race. Oh, yeah? So we'll see who wins. So they race side-by-side downhill tower, too? Yeah, there's always two lines running. No, we don't have... We have them next to each other. So you can actually talk. Oh, okay. When I went down last year, yeah. When I went down last year, I could talk to the person who is next to me and and hear them fairly clearly. Yeah. So Councillor Joel Murray is one of the participants... How much did he raise? Counselors are not allowed to ask for fundraising oh, as a rule. Really? Yes. Oh, so he's just like so a celebrity. So instead, uh, 
Councillor Joel Murray has very graciously promoted our event and gotten into the leader post his um, participation in it as well as ramped up this competition factor between Regina and Saskatoon and they're kind of representatives of the competition that's happening. Right and so what do the bookmakers have um, Joel Murray at right now? <laughs> in case I was thinking about placing a little bet. <laughs> I don't I don't know I'd love I'd love to do that bet, but I think the SLGA would be would be angry with me if I started throwing right. out numbers. Okay so we can talk about this when the mics are off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apparently Joel Murray is actually going to in exchange for this, he's actually going to change all the transportation laws, so everybody has to repel everywhere. Oh, that'd be great! <laughs> yeah, the, the horizontal repelling—I don't get it, but apparently it's all the rage. I think it's called walking. Yeah, with harnesses. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, just. I think that the deal is if he loses to Serena, that he has to wear uh, the Saskatoon hockey jersey to a councillor meeting, and vice versa. Burn. Oh, okay, I like it. All right. Um, do you know what time of day he'll be going down just so that we can be there? Oh, to I think cheer I on? actually think we put that in. I think it's 1230. Okay. Yeah, cool. I think him and Serena are going down. You know, sometimes it gets a little delayed or it gets a little early, but we're shooting for 1230. Right. Yeah. And just nobody's ever been injured, damaged, no. or dropped no. at this. No. Okay. It's, it's very safe. Yeah. No, the, okay. the technical team is very. They were very, very, very sort of careful about everything when right. I was up there. So you haven't thought about changing the name then from drop zone to like safely lowered down the side of a building zone? It just doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, it really doesn't, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but you can be very safely lowered down. That's the thing is there's two yeah. lines attached to you. So even if you let go of the part that's your, you repelling you down, up top they don't have to continue to let you go down. So even if you let go of everything, you can only maximum free fall, I think, six inches, no. which isn't much of a free fall. No. Um, you wouldn't even have time to pull your chute or anything. No. And uh, you wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and uh, the other thing with that is if you panic and you can no longer repel yourself down, they just lower you slowly. So right. it's not even that embarrassment factor of, people know you're freaking out they just slowly lower you and you can just pretend that everything's fine yeah. cool and if you cut all the lines the, yeah. an the anti-grav motors and the harness come on oh yeah yeah oh so oh well that sounds perfectly safe then exactly yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad i'm it filling sounds up. like a very real thing that we have yeah it Absolutely. does sound good <laughs> I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy to like give all this like great supplementary information <laughs> there we go yeah um, okay, I should mention once again that we are on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. This is the Queen City Improvement Bureau. I'm Paul Deshane. Uh, Aiden Morgan is also here. And Amy Weeks from the Saskatchewan Abilities Council. Yeah. You disagree again. I don't know. Oh, I'm, man. You're I'm, gonna... ju I'm just not convinced. You're not. Yeah. Which part? Um, the part near the beginning. Okay. Fine. Fine. From now on, you can say who we are and where we are. Excellent. <laughs> and I won't disagree at all. <laughs> so um, you, you mentioned some of the stuff that the money is being raised for, and it's yes. basically the summer camp kind of things. Well, there's three categories. Yep. There, summer camp is a big one part of it. Camp Easter Seal is the only barrier-free camp in Saskatchewan, um, so the entire camp is wheelchair accessible. Right. It isn't a camp just for people in wheelchairs, but it is a camp where people who have mobility issues don't face the same obstacles they do elsewhere in our province. I mean, until you're with someone who has those mobility issues, it's really hard to see how limiting the world can be, as well as having a disability can be very isolating, which is something that camp and something like summer fun um, seeks to combat because camp easter seal children get to go and have this community and this sense and be around children who have the same obstacles as them but also are their age and understand their challenges but also have fun and ride horses together and go on boat rides and go swimming swimming for someone in a wheelchair is a extremely difficult task because often they need a lift or they need a wheelchair that can go in water because they can't simply just hold themselves up. But camp offers all of that. And it makes it a time when not only is it that 
you get to go and participate in these things, but it's not you're the only one having these struggles and these challenges, and it's not a challenge at camp. Right. And this is an overnight camp? Yes. Camp runs, I believe, from Mondays to Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And whereabouts is it? It's at Little uh, Manitou. Okay. A beach, lake. I always yeah. say mm-hmm. it wrong. But it's just a short ways from Watrous. Right. So it's out at that Little Manitou is the Dead Sea yeah, of Saskatchewan with all the salt water. Right. It's beautiful. Right. Dance Land is also out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last horsehair floor dance in Saskatchewan. So, do they have any other? Um, do they have any other like summer hijinks at this camp? Say like a uh, a rivalry with uh, a camp across the lake, full of like rich snooty people. Is right. that what you're going to ask? That's what, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. No. And is there pranking? I oh, I'm sure there's pranking and there's yeah. water fights. Okay. And there's lots of different activities. I mean, they go into town. There's a wagon ride that's towed by a tractor, which re- wagon rides too. Something that someone with mobility issues is going to have a challenge getting to wagon. It's all set up. You just roll right onto the wagon because the camp is made for those challenges. Right. And you mentioned there's also the uh, Summer Fun. That's an urban day camp. Yeah. So Summer Fun is a camp in town for children who are in school, but to fill that kind of gap that school leaves from July to August. Because living with a disability can be isolating, and so we want people with disabilities to be out in the community, um, belonging to their community, and interacting with other people. And Summer Fun is a program that, you know, they go out on outings to movies and to parks and swimming and other activities rather than just be forced to kind of stay at home for the summer because school's out. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the third program? The third program is Adaptive Technology. And Adaptive Technology is really cool. Yeah. Um, Adaptive Technology Services is dedicated to applying electronics and computers to aid in communication and daily living. Some examples would be computer access through use of alternative keyboards, mouse, or joystick. Uh So it's kind of taking technology that doesn't work for someone and adapting it for them. So a really good example would be someone who wheelchairs are built in a factory, one size fits all. Right. They do not fit all. And so... Adaptive technology adapts them for someone who maybe, of their movements, really only has really good control with their pinky. So they adapt the controller to be like a long, slender stick to move and be able to be more manageable for someone. Or instead of that, to be a golf ball so someone can hit it with the palm of their hand more easily than just a tiny joystick, right? So it's kind of taking the technology that exists, but adapting it for an individual so it works for them. Right. Hmm. Huh. So all these programs, they're all sound very sort of like expensive. Yes. You guys should have a fundraiser. We should. Yeah. And it's Drop Zone. Oh, <laughs> that's a great idea. I know. Yeah, it actually hmm. typically costs about $1,500 for one child to attend Camp Easter Sale for wow. one week. Yeah. So it's a huge cost, and all, all the children in Saskatchewan who attend Camp Easter Seal attend for free. Really? Yeah, yeah. so at no That's cost great. to their families. Yeah. It's uh, They are often facing enough costs in their life yeah. that summer camp would be something that probably would be cut if it came at a cost for them. So we like to provide that for free through fundraising like Drop Zone and through people supporting our cause throughout the province. Yeah. Um, how many kids? Attend camp? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you, but it's it's up there. I want to say it's in like, I want to say it's like 260 some, but I think it could be higher than that. Wow, that's a lot of kids. Mm. Yeah. 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 And it's, so it runs from about July to August, as well as there's camps for adults with special needs as well for them to continue oh, really? to. There's people who have had friends from camp who attend programming at Saskatchewan Abilities since they were small children and see them once a year at Camp Easter Seal as well as there's um, a diabetes camp, so a camp for children who have diabetes and they can go and and no one has to worry about food. (laughs) And that someone doesn't know how to handle their medical needs because it's taken care of there for that week. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's It's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's yeah. really worth seeing if you're ever in the Watrous area. 
Nice. So that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. When uh, I don't know, did I get the date from you? When is the drop zone? August nineteenth. So not this Saturday, but next, next Saturday. Saturday. And do, can people still, uh, you know, support uh, droppers? Is Absolutely. that what you call them, droppers? We we call them superheroes. Oh. So people, <laughs> you sound so disappointed. <laughs> I like droppers. <laughs> no, Zoners? we call them our, our drop zone superheroes yeah. um, because they're being superheroes to children in Saskatchewan. And often people like the idea of dressing up as a superhero and scaling down a building. Who doesn't want to be Spider-Man, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, so that's, it's a fun theme that kind of goes with the event as well. Lots of people dress up. There's prizes for best costume and yeah. it's, it's a great day. But there is still time for people to support a superhero. Oh, absolutely. You just can go to yeah. thedropzone.ca and select the city and the participant that you want, as well as it's not too late to sign up and raise your money. Oh, it's really? $1,000 mm-hmm. to fundraise. If you show up on August 19th with 1000 bucks to lay down and you want to repel, we will pencil you in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And so, like, basically, if you can raise, like, $1,000 to $1,500, you're, like, helping a kid go yeah. to camp. Yeah. Like That's 50, awesome. Yeah. So if you if you go above and beyond and do the $1,500, you have sent one child to camp. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get to go more than once? Or do they, like, lift you up back up again? And no, they don't oh. just hoist you back up. Oh. Um, and we usually have a typically a full schedule, so... Usually people do their once, and lots of time then they're full of adrenaline and they need to get their pictures taken and get right. their congratulatory hugs and someone else has to go. Right. What if your superhero identity, though, was like the human yo-yo and you were supposed to go down and rode that guy I don't know that I'm familiar with that comic. Huge deal in the 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I missed yeah. it. We're big fans down here in the sub-basement. <laughs> That's right. Because, you know, all the, all the stuff is like from old garage sales. So, yeah. you know. Got a bunch of Zane Grey books and old comics. Fair enough. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks a lot for coming in, Amy, and telling us about this. And how'd she score? Is she an 8? She's a 9.13. Oh, excellent. Which is also fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. Here's your certificate. Oh, thank you. You so are much. now a bona fide uh, improvement vector. Fabulous. You spelled my name right, but not improvement right. No. That's okay. We I'm, try. Not a, I'm not a speller either. Oh, we <laughs> spell check saved my life more than spell once. <laughs> oh, we should look into that. That's like that's, fa- that's like some fancy like '90s technology. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Okay, we yeah. couldn't afford that. No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we've come to the end of our agenda. Thanks again for coming in, Amy. Yeah. Thank you for that having great. me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we're getting to that point in the meeting where we need to call for adjournment. Oh yes. Seriously, um, yeah, we know we're out of stuff. Well. I and the time locks are opening soon. You're right. Well, I motion to adjourn. Uh, I will second that motion. Okay, motion carried. You have been listening to the weekly broadcast of the grus- grumpy old crusty Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Your hosts have been and still are Aiden Morgan and Paul Deschen. Thanks to Carol Rose Daniels from the Saskatchewan Cultural Exchange and Amy Weeks from Saskatchewan Abilities Council for talking with us this evening. Music, as always, is by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire. You can find Queen City Improvement Bureau at Twitter at Queen City IB or on our website at queencityib.com. And remember, that's Improvement Bureau, not Irritable Bowel. Please stop making that mistake. Catch up on our past meetings. You can listen to our podcasts on cjtr.ca slash podcasts or subscribe to Queen City Improvement Bureau on iTunes. Our meetings are also rebroadcast Monday mornings on CJTR at 9 a.m. Coming up next on CJTR, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by the cockpit. Keep on improving, we're